everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste the Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you photographers listen to. And this week, Troy stubs his toem. The news is bungee jumping into Coachella. And finally, well, that's it, because we were uh, pretty busy this week. Uh, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe. Hey, everyone. No Hassel again this week. He, uh, he double booked himself today. Let's all give a collective high five for Hassel. That's right. High five. High five. Clap clap. It's a high five sound. Yeah, I don't know why I went clap clap. That's that's hot claps. <laughs> Maybe you like double high five. You double tap that high that's five. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're playing the car wash, <laughs> the seventy song. Clap yeah. clap clap clap. <laughs> uh, but y'all, we had a pretty busy week this week. This week is Troy and Mando's anniversary. Whoa. Oh my goodness. As well as Joe and myself's yes, anniversary. <laughs> Look at us all being cute. Right? And then, and then it was also Troy and Amanda's birthday this week. It's a, it's a big week. It's a big, it's week, a big for week for this week. podcast. Uh, congratulations to you and Joe on, on anniversary. I'm going to say seven years? Nope. Oh. Number Don't nine. <gasps> wow. Number nine. <laughs> oh, the biggest smiles on my face right, right now. You yeah. got to look at all my goodness. Oh. Yeah. Uh, amazing. That's amazing. And then congratulations to you guys for anniversary yes. number six. Number yep. six. Yep. We're Ooh, catching up yes. to you all. Oh, you yeah. are. Yeah. You yeah. are. You yeah. might catch us one day. <laughs> I hope not. I hope that as well. Speak for yourself, Brian. Speak Speaking for yourself. how the math would work. In that. <laughs> Death. That's how, that's how the math would work. <laughs> one of the numbers would have to stop. <laughs> Most likely wow. mine. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm in that boat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you agree. <laughs> oh, I know. It's not like uh, it's not like I think. No, it's, it's just going to happen. Gosh, <laughs> One of these days, wow. it's going to happen. Just you guys, so- divorce is expensive. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So much love I know, on this podcast. Right? We started with so much love. Uh, like we're saying, congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations. Yeah. Congrats, congrats, guys. all around, everybody. Congrats yeah, all yeah. around. So, oh, I almost for some reason forgot that you all don't have birthdays. Nope. I was about to say. <laughs> Not everyone so look does at us all do. Aries on this podcast. Maybe that's why we all click or whatever. I'm like, nope. oh, no, nope. no, no, no. It's just us. Wait, isn't everybody uh, born in April? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Does that only month? Does everyone uh, get married the day between their two collective birthdays? Does everyone do that? Just us. Just, Just us? us? Okay. Totally. Yeah, that was a possibility. I, I totally would have done what you guys did. That's cool. So, so, That's yeah. really cool. So, yeah, because Man and I wanted to have our, our marriage, our wedding, on the day between our birthdays, which is one day apart, um, uh, it ended up being on a Tuesday, yep. which my mom was not very happy about. <laughs> nope. There was, a, there was a couple of friends who, who were, who were ex- uh-huh. stoked about uh-huh. it being a Tuesday, and then those that were the opposite. <laughs> which is fair. Yeah. Oh, fair. No fair. matter what day you're picking, <laughs> some, some people can't go. Yep. Some people Absolutely. work weekends. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. But, but this year was the year where it all came back around, oh. and our, uh, our, the day of our wedding fell on, on a Tuesday again. Nice. Which at first I I was like, but it's the sixth year. How, how does shouldn't it be seven? Know. And then I was like, oh right, leap year. Leap years. Damn it, <laughs> gets me every time. <laughs> uh, so you know, I was thinking, hey, let's cap off a trilogy of wedding opening questions. Oh uh, my! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my question to you all is this: What was your favorite thing that you did with your wedding? You know, was it the centerpieces? Was it the food? Was it like the invitations? What was it about your wedding that made you go, yeah, I did that. That was pretty darn cool. 
Aside from marrying Troy. Yeah, I mean, aside from actually the marriage itself. Okay. <laughs> nice, babe. <laughs> I got, got so you. many things to pick from. I'm not even sure. Uh, but I know. <laughs> one, one of the things we didn't expect is, oh, oh, for podcast listeners, I'm sad that you don't get to experience this, but uh, Troy and I never wear matching socks. I know that that's a visual thing and you have no idea about that, so... Uh, <laughs> Enjoy that little tidbit about our lives. Imagining that now. Can't be bothered to sort our socks. <laughs> if you're never matching, you're always matching. You're always matching. That's right. So for our wedding, as a part of our party favors, is uh, we bought a lot of socks and then intentionally mismatched them and then put them on the table for people to take home with them to also yep. not match socks. Rolled them up real, real cute. Put a little like tweed rope or something yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah, it was, right. it was they were super cute. Yeah, they were nice. Well, I expected for people to be like, cool socks, and then bring socks home. No, that nope. did not happen. Everyone said, this is the best party favor ever. And then they took off their dainty wedding shoes, and then they put on socks. <laughs> so everyone was dancing around the dance floor in mismatched socks, and it was amazing. My favorite is, I don't remember whose kid it was, yeah. but they had socks on their feet and on their hands. <laughs> oh, it was it was glorious. It was pretty uniting to see, like, yeah, kids and older folks yeah. and, you know, uh-huh. just in socks, just, oh, yeah. just running around the dance floor. Somehow, no one hurt themselves. No, no. That nobody would admit to. (laughs) (laughs) No dramatic slips or anything. No. It didn't matter what their their cultural beliefs are or their background or their age or their gender. Everyone can agree (laughs) that shoes were uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And we'd rather be in cozy socks. It was interesting because I think uh, I saw them and I was like, oh, is this like an icebreaker where we all had to talk to other tables to try to get our matching socks? (laughs) Wow, look at you gamifying it. I gamify. Hey, listen. This is a gaming podcast. I gamified it, you know? Well done. And then I was like, oh, wait. That's right. All right, I got it. (laughs) All right, it's them. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Uh, For myself, actually, my favorite part of our wedding uh, was our centerpieces, uh, mainly because I made them out of clay. No, I made them out of um, of game cubes. I made them, instead of a vase... I, it was a GameCube that I completely gutted out. Um, you bought I, so many GameCubes. On eBay, I found a uh, collection. I think it was. I think it was sixteen broken GameCubes. Yeah, wow. and then we and had was, like a couple it, ourselves. It was like sixteen. And... It was like sixty-six dollars with like an extra like thirty bucks shipping. I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> Give that to me. This is the most useful a GameCube has ever been. It <laughs> was. <laughs> no, I liked my GameCube. No, I, I did too. I love my GameCube. <laughs> it was all different colors of them. They weren't all the same thing. And I spent like it was like two days just. Just gutting them, trying, you know, <laughs> figuring it out how to take them apart, make sure I could get them all done properly. I found two games in there. Ooh, not yeah. bad. What's up? What's uh, up, Wave Racer? Or yeah. Whatever game that may have been. I don't even remember what what games they were. But one I of them was one of the NHL games. Oh, you're right. It was. It was an I NHL have it game. Sitting on our That's show. Right. <laughs> Cute. Uh, so yeah, I gutted it. I put like the uh, the little planters, like the green stuff inside of it, and then they put the flowers, the live flowers inside of that, and then that was the that was the centerpiece and yeah i i, I loved it i they thought were it was ridiculously great. cute i oh, wanted yeah. one and i think they were all gone so oh yeah oh, no yeah they yeah, were they yeah. were gone i think you know it's good when people are like me i think carol <laughs> took like four of them <laughs> i don't even think we have one. no we don't have one <laughs> i don't think we got one <laughs> but yeah that was my, that was my favorite thing I, I loved it i think during dinner people were like dibs by the way dibs 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I think mine kind of goes coincides with yours. It's a toss up. We had our invitations were uh, wedding boys. They were looked like a Game Boy, and, <laughs> and we had all our information on the front and the back of it. And then like there was a little card that you would send back, and the card you sent back was it was the cartridge, the cartridge, and it was one of those like you know, do you want to come to the to the wedding boy, <laughs> you know, the Nintendo wedding boy? And it was super cute. Brian designed them, and it was really fun. And then to coincide with that, people's. Uh, you know, like your your place, place card. card thing. Yeah. So we made we we went out and we bought like uh, got 120 cartridges, and then we scraped off the outsides of the tops and the bottoms, and then we we made them per table had their own game that they were playing essentially, and we redid their names and their and the game and this outside of it we stuck them on there. It was really cute. I really liked using real video game cartridges, and then some of our friends took them home and actually figured out what games were on them. <laughs> oh, oh, it, it, oh, we still have ours, but yeah. it still has the 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 sticker on it. This yeah. is Mortal yeah. Combat, I think. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, marital combat or something like uh, that? Marital <laughs> combat. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, because uh, one table was all Genesis games. Another ga- table was all NES games. Another table oh, was, was how, Game it was, Boy that's games. That's how it was themed. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. how it was themed you guys as well. Go to. Oh, uh, so, so yeah. smart. Yeah. Oh, you guys are great. <laughs> That's great. This is this is a great topic. I'm just enjoying reminiscing <laughs> on both our weddings. It's just big, big smiles. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm stuck between two favorite parts of my wedding. All right, and what? I don't know what to do, Amanda. I, oh. I don't know what you're thinking. Um, one of them is similar to yours. Okay. Uh, so maybe I'll 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 save that for another time. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> it involves putting things on people, like wearing things I wasn't expecting. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But okay. The other one would be, we had a friend of mine who I worked with. He's a sound designer in the theater community down here. And uh, he offered to like help do sound for the wedding. And I was like, I already had a DJ, but I was like, okay, we're wedding ceremony. Sure. Like, if you want to come in, do some music for that. He plays the bassoon. And I was like, yeah, sure. Nice. And he's like, I'll also do whatever music you want, you know, while we're, you know, while you're, you're setting up or whatever, anything you want, anything you yeah, want, man, yeah, just yeah. go for it. So I was like, great. So I, you know, gave him some of the music we would like walk out to and he was going to play uh, music as everyone gathered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Manda picked out the song that you were going to walk down the aisle with your father to, which was the Brian Adams song from the Robin Hood movie hey, don't judge me there's no <laughs> movie's judge. really no important judgment. to my no, childhood no judgment. Yeah. means a lot it's, it's, it's also a very nice song it's that. sorry i'm really Everything defensive I do, i'm not coming at you i love it it's very nice yeah. so so i sent him like here here's the music we're going to be using for this this ceremony and i i then i explained like this is what she's going to walk out uh you know with her dad to and then he went all right this version is nice but let me get you something. And he went and had someone make an original piano version of it because he's he's a he's a music guy. Wow, and oh, had that's so cool. yeah, like actual like someone do this just for our wedding. And yo, and we hadn't really heard it. He was like, I'll, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make an original arrangement. It'll be fine." And then when I heard that that thing you just did, Manda, <laughs> but you know, in that, and then saw you. Mm, just just I was you guys saw it I was my I was just crying I was just so many tears oh yeah I was I was about to walk down the aisle and uh, my dad is six foot three he's a big guy and uh, he's like all right you don't cry I don't cry and I was like deal and and then the doors opened and he went I lied (laughs) and boy did he lie man Sweet. Oh man, yeah. I think I think that's probably my favorite part of uh, of our wedding there. Uh-huh. So Amanda, his favorite part was seeing you walk towards him. Aww. Is what he's saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. My favorite part was watching a kid with socks on their hands. 
<laughs> I got you, Troy. Love you, babe. Much love you, love you. It's interesting though, because uh, you talking about seeing, you know, them walking towards you yeah. is one of those things that you think about. It, you're like, ah, eh, whatever, it's fine. Look at those, I've look at those babies up there. Or, you know, whatever. They're just times. crying, whatever. <laughs> and then you're standing up there. All the moments are happening. All the groomsmen are walking towards you with the bridesmaids. You're like, yeah, I got this. And it's like you realize that the the final ones are there. It's the maid yeah. of honor and the best man. You're like, uh oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's about, uh-oh. And then you see them, you're like, nope, it's gone. It's, yep. it's gone. The seal is broken. It, it's, it's done. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not the experience for me. My dad and I were mad that my mom wouldn't let us wear our ZZ Top beards in the church. My dad and I were back there. We, we very much like Amanda's dad and, and her. It was very like, you don't cry, I don't cry. And we're not criers. So it's, it worked out great. We were going to wear these long, and I mean like to the floor ZZ Top beards. They were five foot long beards. They were, were amazing. Gray. And we're wearing them outside. Wilder. And my mom walked outside and she gave us like that face that so you guys I'll are never ready to go I will genuinely be on. angry if, yes. With yes. You, if you do this yeah. yes so like she was she like gave us his face and we looked at each other we we're like uh, and he starts taking his beard off and I was like Solidarity, oh, man. man. Come on. I, I could have seen a compromise. Like, you come out, do a couple steps, laugh. And then take it off. Throw right. it off. That was the plan. Have, have the thing. Well, I mean, oh. that really wasn't the plan. We probably would have worn them all the way up to the aisle. Yeah. You would have gotten married fully. Full beard. <laughs> With the beard. With the, he would have given priest. Brian the other beard. It, it would, yeah, and I would just had to put it on. And it was like an actual church church as well. Like, uh, this was like yeah. a full on yeah, church my mom, that we got she, married. You know, she would not, we, she would not we could talk about this for hours. We, we got yelled at at your wedding. Yeah. It was very. We were having too much fun. You, you got shushed. Yeah. Yeah. You got church shushed. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. In case you, in case you really want to get a, a picture of this beard, if you remember what Merlin from the um, the Sword in the Stone, the Disney's <laughs> yeah. version of Sword of the Stone, yeah. that oh, was the God. beard. That's it. Yeah. All, all the way down to, to the feet. Yeah. Classic. I would have loved to see that. That would have been so funny. It was white, right? White is great. At least the white would have matched the dress, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, my mom kiboshed that. Maybe so. Moses. You know, <laughs> she thought we find, were kidding. Find some way to tie very it Very biblical. I thought yeah. so. I, I thought they were very lovely. It was like, That's where you, you messed know. up. You called them ZZ Top beards. They should have been Moses beards. Oh, oh boom. That yeah. would have been yeah. the way. She might have known. Well, what's she, the, what's the, the biblical guy that's lived forever? It was like 300 Abraham. years. Abraham. Uh, the other one. He had a cooler name. I don't know. Nebuchadnezzar. There's like a famous guy who, M? It begins with an M? Um, Moriarty. No. <laughs> Brian and I are not Mor- Bible people. <laughs> Mori Povich? No, oh gosh, I can't he believe. Does, I do feel like he's like forever. A, no, it looks it's good like a too. Three, there's looks like a good Bible person age. that's like his famous for being alive for a very long time. I don't know. I'm sure Mescaline? <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Amazing. We're going to Google it. Yeah, I feel like I should know this, but Abraham was actually a really good choice because he, yeah, he lived a long time. for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, until the theater, he was doing good. <laughs> wow, what? No, I can't. Oh, you can't do that? It's too far okay. to try and bring it back to Methuselah. that. Methuselah. 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 It's a dope name. It is a good Methuselah name. is a dope name. I agree. Okay. Sorry, I, I brought this way off the rails. We're good. That's okay. We're, good. We're going back. We're going back. Uh, but yeah, so so thank you guys for, for regaling your wedding days. Uh, uh you know, I thought it'd be kind of fun to cap off the trilogy yeah. with, with some personal experiences. So uh, so now Oops. let's get into our first topic, which is Troy. What are you playing? Yeah, so this is just going to like hop right off all those cute vibes we're kind of feeling now with each other. Um, I uh, played a really cute game. I played Toem, which is an adorable adventure game where you take photographs made by something we made that's the name of the game developer no, that's something awesome. we made. <laughs> hey, look at this thing that's something we made yeah, let's do it uh this is their first game 
Really? This is their first game, uh, and it came out last year, 2021. They're um, based in Sweden. Small team, of course. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, This yeah. is a small game, small team, small vibes. It's, it's This is – guys, this game's adorable. <laughs> it's just so – it just feels good. It's uh-huh. cozy. It's delightful. It has an ease about it that's just so inviting. Like, if you're ever having a stressful day, go play Toem and just let it let it wash over you. It's – it has all of that kind of um, that ease that like Animal Crossing has. Oh, where okay. You're just like in this a pleasant a world with pleasant sounds mm-hmm. and pleasant things to look at. You, and everyone's you kind of happy. You can't do happy. it wrong. Like this is this is what that game is. Is this the is this the game that's in black and white? Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a black and white top down adventure game. Okay. And I, I want to say that the, the the character you move around is kind of like like 2D. It's almost like paper. Everyone's kind of like made oh. out of paper. It kind of looks like you're you're playing around with like paper dolls, kind of moving them gotcha. through environments. Okay. And uh, it has depth though. So I mean, you're, it's top down, but like you know, the trees are a little farther away, mm-hmm. and they they have depth to them, and there's dynamics there. Um, mostly because you have you have a camera in this game. So here's the premise of this game. I think you're a sheep. You're like the sheep kid. Okay. And you kind of wake up in your room and your grandmother sheep or your mother sheep, not sure where they, where she fell in that, is like, here's a camera. <laughs> Go take photos. Get outside. And very, you, very Pokemon opening. It's a very yeah. Pokemon <laughs> opening. Just here's the thing. Go outside and adventure. Uh, but she gives you a little hook. She's like, so there's this thing called the Toem. And I, I thought Toem was a real word. I looked up like Swedish trying to find like the translation for Toem. It's, it's not. There's no word for it. Uh, I think Urban Dictionary had a, a term for Toem. And it was like a really eloquent text to your friends. And I was like, first of all, nice Urban Dictionary for not always being like the scariest thing. And I was like, please don't define like, that oh, on no. this podcast. <laughs> it was like a really like well-framed, put-together text that's just like Toem. Nice. <laughs> all right, sure. Um, but in, in this game, Toem is just like this natural occurrence that apparently happens at the top of a mountain. And and your your mom is like you should go take a photo of it. I did it when I was your age, and oh, it's nice. it's dope. Go yeah. check it out. She doesn't tell you too much about what it is when you're up there, but uh-huh. she's like, get out there, kid. Go, go take it. a picture of something on that mountain. Yeah. You'll know yeah. when you see it. You'll know You'll when you see it. You'll know. It's just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice-looking rock. Or whatever they take a picture of when they that's come back down. She's like, that's it. That yeah. was, yep, you that's exactly it. what I thought you would do. Mom, it's a cloud. It's a toem cloud. Ah. <laughs> uh, so and you kind of just go off on your adventure. But here's the thing. It, it, you don't just go straight to the mountain. You have to like travel there, and, mm-hmm. it, and you're not walking the whole way. You take a bus. Oh. <laughs> but buses ain't free, y'all. Buses ain't free. Your mom's like, I got this bus pass for you. The rest of it's up to you. And you're wow. like, okay, mom. Gosh, I'm learning the lessons out here. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to like this this ho- this like dense forest, and there's a like a hotel there. It's a little like like a like a like one of those um, state forests that are like preserved. And there's a little oh, lodge okay, there. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's denizens everywhere milling about. And the bus driver or the bus attendant is like, hey, uh, you can either pay for for, uh, for the next bus ride, and there's no money in this game. Or, um, you know, if you get enough stamps, uh, people in the community will give you one on the house. And that's that's the game. You go around meeting people that are part of whatever area you're in and helping them with things, whether it's, I lost my dog, or I lost my sock, <laughs> or I lost my glasses. Now, people lose a lot of things in this, uh-huh. <laughs> in this universe. And you go, you take a photo of it, 
and then you're like, hey, it's here. <laughs> video video you, games you can know, do two things. It. You can murder things, you can find things. And since there is no murder in this game, they only got the finding left. You're it's finding true. something. You're finding <laughs> everything in this game. It is up to you. So this is a stamp-based economy is <laughs> what I'm hearing. I guess so. Yeah. Where people can print their own money because they all have their own stamps. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, yeah. yeah. At least for this, it's like, hey, you help someone, they give you a stamp, you get enough stamps, all right, next, next bus rides on us. That's great. I love it. They should have a, a, a point system like that in civilization do nice things we'll, we'll get you a couple of coupons a couple of freebies here or there yeah I, w- I would love that but you know that would be abused so <laughs> it's 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 our I civilization know. it's not gonna work <laughs> these people would be doing nice things more often yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They could be. I'd rather people abuse the system doing nice things than right. I don't know. even Fair if it's enough. aggressively nice <laughs> oh, I may take that <laughs> I may take it um, so, uh, so yeah, as you mentioned, the graphics are, uh, are black and white and, uh, but, but more specifically when it comes to the camera, you're using this camera to solve puzzles uh-huh. and a lot of it may be, yeah, finding lost things, but uh, they find different ways to, uh, incorporate the camera into puzzle solving, such oh, okay. as, um, you know, there was a lighthouse, uh, there's a lighthouse guy and he lost his binoculars. So you went to the top of the lighthouse and you used your camera as a binocular and then shouted out like ship over there. And then he would, you know, do the, the horns oh, or whatever cool. to signal the ship. So you're using different aspects of the camera, not just taking pictures. Okay. Which I thought was very clever. Yeah. And they, they have a lot of different ways you can kind of mess with. with, with um, do they ever break the fourth wall about how many things that are lost in this community? They never do. Uh, that's, that's fine. They never break that wall. They, they keep it tight. <laughs> They're very, very, their integrity to the narrative is strong. It's very strong. It's like, listen here, sheep boy. Do this stuff. <laughs> Come on. This is the world. You, you got it. <laughs> but uh, the, the camera's actually pretty good. It's, it's more than I thought it would be. You can zoom in. You can zoom out. There's depth to it. So okay. if somebody's not in focus, you can kind of get a little closer to it. Uh, you can turn it around and take a selfie if you want. I took so many dumb selfies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I took so many dumb selfies. Uh, there's a little bit of progression in the game. As you go forward, you'll get uh, more parts to your camera. Like, I got a tripod. And then it was like, oh, new things are opening up. Now I can take a selfie and, like, my whole body with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also helped with certain puzzles that you couldn't solve earlier. Some They have a, an ongoing quest of, like, finding shy monsters it's like Bigfoot, Nessie, you know, their Aww. equivalent. And if you just try to take a picture of them, like they, they just they go underwater and you never get the picture. So the idea is to set up a tripod and like you have a timer on your on your um, camera as well. You set okay. up the timer and the tripod and you just walk away. Yeah. Just let the, let, let the camera take its own picture and you come back to check to see if you got it. Like it really cute stuff like that. Nice. Uh, you also get a little honker. Which you can like honk at <laughs> certain people and make them do things like birds. You honk and they'll oh, fly away, okay. or or maybe someone's sleeping. You honk. You wake them up, and you know maybe the quest was this person is late for their job or something. Uh-huh. Um, so is this Untitled Tome game? Is that what this is? <laughs> I, I was about to say, is this how you get Untitled Geese? <laughs> so many honks. To be honest, this felt more like um uh, like apples in in Pokemon Snap. Oh <laughs> yeah. Where you just do a thing. You do this, and they do a thing. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And obviously, you want to start like throwing apples or honking at everything, see what they do, <laughs> and then take a picture as they react. Uh, so so there is progression. It's not just, hey, take a picture of a lost thing, move on. They do find different ways to to kind of um, game it up. Keep it fresh. Yeah, it incorporate fresh. different things. Yeah. That's awesome. There's costumes. You can Ooh. dress up as different costumes, to, and down to shoes, hat, and like and your, your shirt, your, your top, or whatever. 
like and you can mix and match there's certain areas that that need you to look a certain way i think there was a, a, a like a runway puzzle where i need to look like a model so i had to like put together a certain look <laughs> I, to I, like get get in and take pictures i'm doubling down on brian's comment you got a tripod and yeah. multiple outfits completely yeah. based on stamps <laughs> <laughs> um kindness man the kindness i think your mom went on this trip about four days ago and set some, some Listen, of this everyone, stuff up. Listen, everyone. Everyone be cool. I'm going to pay for everyone's lunch here yeah. today. When my son comes by tomorrow, I need you to do this for me. <laughs> just have him do good things. I don't care. It, it, whatever you guys need that day, just uh, I'll pay you for it. I just it. need him out of the house. <laughs> I have a gentleman caller coming in this Whoa. week, and I need him out of the house. <laughs> oh, the mom sounds so cute. <laughs> just trying to be cool. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, in, it, it's nice. You go to a, a dense forest. Uh, they, they, they vary the locations. Are You go to pretty they're, – they're pretty varied. You go to a seaside uh, village, which has, um, uh, you know, seagulls and beach-related things. Everything from, like, a little, like, quiet beachside to, like, the, uh, uh, like, storm-ridden, like, coast with lighthouses like tornadoes out there and stuff oh wow uh so they have a you know very uh it's very very there you go to a city so you're just in a city just there's bustling cars back and forth so they find a way to keep the environment different because of the black and white game you might think oh is everything gonna kind of look the same and no they find really different designs to try and populate the entire area to keep mm-hmm. you interested and also one of my favorite things is you have a separate album you can have uh just for animals so every animal you take you put in there and it's like all right i've collected you know I, every bug or every bird and you can look at that book and kind of see like what you're missing it's in the forest and then go and try to find that squirrel you didn't get um and so just built in that would have been enough that would have been enough right there if it was hey here's a game take pictures of the animals and then move on that would have been enough for me in this game and yet that was just one of the side things you could do as you move along that's awesome yeah. It sounds like its own version of like the museum from uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, look, yeah. here's all the bugs. Here's all the things. You, yeah. yeah. You get to collect them all. Like. Um, yeah. I, it's just so cozy. So nice. Um, the the narrative sets itself up. It's, there's not much more to it. I, I would say if there's anything with the narrative, maybe some of the quests are a little flimsy uh, <laughs> here and there. there. There's a lot of them. And some of them not that not that interesting, perhaps, but still fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's not much deter. There's no big surprise here. There's no big narrative twist. <laughs> okay, don't. This is just feel good. Go, you know, have some fun. So, Troy, if you had to make this oh. game into a sandwich, <laughs> what kind of sandwich would it be? Um, let's see. Um, if this was going to be a sandwich, I would make it like a hmm. Is it like one of those black and white cookies? Like I like the black and white cookie sandwich. It? Right. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like an Oreo sandwich, but but with uh, black and white like uh, cookies to have the cream inside. But also, but the size of an Oreo. Like this is this is not. <laughs> I want to emphasize this is this is not a big game. It is sharp. It is precise. But it's good. It's How like long be- did it take one of the best be- Oreo? I played over multiple days, but I would say approximately maybe three hours. Oh, you know, okay. It's like watching two good movies. Yeah. Um, w- worth noting, uh, this game did recently win a BAFTA, y'all. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I won a BAFTA um, last week uh, for best debut game. And nice. it was so cute watching them uh, come up to accept their award because the team came up, maybe like four or five people, mm-hmm. and they literally were like, this is our whole team. <laughs> this is everyone right here. Yes. Thank you all so much for this. It was really cute. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So if you're looking for a game that is just super cool, super easy, uh, and you just want to relax. I think mm-hmm. that's probably it. Just relax. Go check this out. It's 
on sale right now for like $13.99 on the Switch, on Steam, and normally it's like 20 bucks. And I think it's incredibly worth it for just a really good afternoon. And it's got it's got replayability too. Like I didn't go in and find every single thing in the game. And you definitely could spend some time going back through those areas and then finding every every little nook and cranny and, you know, honking certain people to make them do certain things to get yeah. more pictures. Like there's definitely a lot of secrets kind of riddled out through it that you kind of have to suss out yourself that I do encourage you to do if, if you end up getting this game. But man, yeah, it, it's just so wonderful. If you're nice. into photography. Oh, one thing to, to definitely let you all know, this isn't uh, the photography you're taking isn't going to be judged. Unlike oh, like okay. smoke like other um, photography games like Pokemon Snap or otherwise, no one's gonna take your your photos and be like, oh, this is an A or hey, you know, try to get this angle. No, you just take your pictures. <laughs> the and photos move are on. for you. The photos are yeah. for you. You have an album. You peruse them whenever you want. It's 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 just for you. I took a lot of selfies. <laughs> I took a lot of dumb selfies. Uh, one of my favorite was I needed to find this uh, one of the shy monsters. So I before I had the tripod, I decided to be uh, cute about it. And I I got into one of those one of those cut off standy things that you put your head into. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a joke with James A. Caster where he does where no one knows what that's called. I don't know what it's called either. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a cardboard <laughs> stand up almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got a different name for it. Everybody's got a different name for it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were called standees. Just but with the head cut out. That's still yeah. a standee. Standees with a head yeah. cut out. Yeah. Okay. I, there are, no, standee. I think everything that is a standee is called a standee. Even if there's no head cut out? I think I'm so. I'm going to Google it. So yeah, it's Google just a standee. It. I think that's what they're called. Because I want you to know that I'm not talking about just any old standee. No, you're yeah, talking about the guy a, with the head cut out. The standee yeah. with the head cut out. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So I Urban Dictionary says that standee is a short form of standard. Let me try spelling it. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that just goes to first. Standee with two E's? Ur- just Urban a- Dictionary <laughs> does know all. <laughs> no, no. They say a standee display is just like any like vertical sign. Which is a vertical sign. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily the one with the head cut out. Uh, which is why I think we have <laughs> to say it's a standee with the head cut out. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's got to be the official title. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's called a standee. Yeah. You know, the yeah. one you take a picture of with their head cut out. It's like that entire thing. you take a picture of any standee. Does Animal Crossing actually call them something? I don't know. Standies with the head cut out. No. I think, I think Animal Crossing might actually call it something specific, and it was very like, oh, that's what that is. But I think standee is in the title. I'm Googling it. Head hole standees. <laughs> so, so I got clever with it because uh, I didn't have the tripod, and I wanted to get one of those shy monsters. Uh-huh. So, it's called a custom standee. It's just called a custom standee. Yeah. Any, any standee that has something going on with it, it's, a, it's, it's custom. It's custom. Yeah. It's custom. Yeah, there we go. It's custom. So I stuck my head into a custom standee. <laughs> Does it sound that right? Sound good. Does it sound right? Does it sound good? Well, that is technically correct. Yeah. That is, te- that is I said it correctly. That's worse. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, just yeah. So, so I did that. Okay, I okay. did that, and then I took a selfie of myself. Right. And behind the standee was the shy monster, and it was peeking out. And I could see, and I actually got credit for that that puzzle. Oh, that's amazing. I solved it in a way I didn't even know I I, I wasn't supposed to be able to. Uh-huh. But it was it was a really cute way to get that. And so I have a really dumb selfie of me in this standee, and then looks like a Bigfoot grinning over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, go get this game, y'all. What are you, what are you doing? Go do go do it. What are you doing? What go go get this game? It's that's fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Well, well, thank you so much, Troy, for talking about that with us. Uh, now that brings us to our news segments. And uh, this week, I'm going to start out with Fortnite. You know, the game. You know, the little game that you know nobody really knows about. Uh, super indie. Super indie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, speaking of Tome, you know, I figured I'd start yeah. with another super indie game, Fortnite. Uh, it's bringing back the noise, bringing back the funk, as it will hold its own version of Coachella in game. <laughs> uh, oh <my> gosh. <laughs> Over the I course, I don't think they know what. 
that means. No, I, I'm the one that just made that up. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> that. I know what that means. <laughs> uh, but over the course of the next two weeks, uh, the game's going to have new skins and new outfits for players to buy. And uh, they actually come with accessories that react to the music that's being played on the in-game radio. That's okay, cool. okay, okay. Is the, so the in-game radio, is that going to be like live doing music from Coachella? So what's going to be is um, it's going to have uh, there's uh, 30 of the artists that are going to be playing at Coachella. It's uh-huh. going to have their new songs playing oh. on the radio. Okay. In, on the in-game radio. Okay. Throughout and the- then, so basically you can play Fortnite the next two weeks with uh, new outfits and like the soundtrack is Coachella. Pretty but much, still, yeah. They're not changing the game or anything. You're not no, doing concerts no, no, no. or anything? No, there's no concerts, unfortunately, because that's Listen, what I was man. initially expecting because I was like, yeah. man, Troy's going to be in it yeah. if there is some concerts. Yeah, I've can, seen every concert in Can you <laughs> in turn Coachella. off the sound effect noises so you don't hear the sounds of Ooh. murder over the new music? <laughs> I mean, that, I think it just adds to it. <laughs> no, that's a Coachella experience. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you shoot to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you could only shoot to the beat, that would be a great... Uh. That'd be a fun game. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, I guess cool. But these are like... Kid, what do kids need to know about like Coachella? Is the kids even want to go to Coachella? Do they even care about Coachella? Fortnite's not just for children anymore, Troy. Uh, you know. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, just right. for the you're kids? Right. Everybody listens to music. Maybe they'd yeah. hear a song yeah. and be like, "I want that song." Yeah, I, I mean, it still has. I think I, I don't know if Billie Eilish is one of them. I'm assuming it is because Billie Eilish, I think, is playing at Coachella. So I can imagine, you know, her songs being on there, a bunch of other ones that are still popular with the but, youth. You know what? I, I'm, a, I'm a Billie Eilish fan, yeah. so I would probably enjoy that myself yeah yeah Yeah. all right good good for you Fortnite. yeah yeah i think it's pretty interesting uh about the drugs (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Uh, how are they gonna bring that coachella experience to the living room actually Uh, probably pretty easily get your own (laughs) well i mean hey you can still build really high in that game so (laughs) Mm. (laughs) everyone's gonna get an unmarked package on their doorstep Ooh, okay that's what it is that's what it is (laughs) unlabeled (laughs) Uh, and then also this week no man's sky is back in the news uh, with another free update slash expansion uh, and Come yes, on. it was also shadow drops, like all oh. No Man's Sky ones are. Wow. Uh, and this one's called Outlaws. Uh, and the update adds, well, outlaws to the game that have taken over space stations <gasps> all over the galaxy. Uh, so you can actually find areas of rebellion uh, to take on new missions uh, and to buy new tech and items in the game. Uh, and then they actually added a new starship as well into the game. This is the first one I think they've added for in like two years. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, you actually have more inventory space, which is great. And they completely overhauled the space combat, which was kind of bare bones before. Like space combat, which is when I was like, pew, pew, pew. All right, they're dead. Like you just keep going. <laughs> like it is what it is. Um, and so, yeah, they, they, it seems like they added a whole bunch of new uh, just life to it, which is crazy that we're still talking about you know them doing this what after seven eight years however long it's been six years hey whatever it is listen the universe is ever expanding it is so this is only what we should expect oh absolutely (laughs) from this game and i was actually trying to hop into the game before the podcast so i can actually talk talk a little bit about it but the update didn't complete my updates like oh no my my updates like frozen so (laughs) but i'll talk about it some other time because i'm looking forward to it it's it's they always do a good job on their expansions. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and then Bungie is doing something cool as well. Uh, and that is offering most positions at its company as completely remote. Wow. Um, I mean, granted, you'll have to reside in certain states 
in order to in order to be remote, okay. uh, you know, for tax purposes, because oh, okay. you know like, how <laughs> you can be remote, but you have to be here. Yeah, pretty much. I think it's like uh, I think it's like eight different states at this point, but they're going to be adding more. It's just that those eight they already have presences. Right. Uh, they already have a presence in, so like the taxes aren't going to be complicated for you to be in them. Right. So. Probably also has to do with the internet. Uh, it might be. I think it's more. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool, and it's a pretty good first step for for game developers to be like, hey, you don't need to be with us in order to be with us. So. Yeah, I think the last few years have proven that offices aren't required. Exactly. Yeah, you can you can still program just as well halfway across the, <laughs> across the world, even. Yeah. Let alone across the uh, across might the country. Make the process easier, actually. Yeah. Like mentally. Well, as long as as long as they're they're still protected, because if people being in their houses, I think, could also lead to increased burnout. To be like, well, you're already home. So oh, like, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. stay late because you're, you know, oh, uh, you don't yeah, have to yeah. drive. You don't have to commute oh. anymore. So as oh, long gosh, as this doesn't build into their existing practices right. of like Ugh. not being great. But it's a nice step in a, in a good direction to, you know, to allow people to have more totally. time and more space. Oh, totally. oh absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then I think the biggest news this week uh, has been something that many people were not expecting at all. Uh, and that is Square Enix held a 20th anniversary event for Kingdom Hearts over the weekend and announced two new games to the series. Uh, the first one that they announced was a mobile game called Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. Uh, and, you know, to be honest, uh, meh. <laughs> it's, it's a mobile game. It, it, it kind of looks like a mobile game. Mm-hmm. You know, it is one of those types of things. So I was like, okay. And then immediately after that, they started the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4. Oh. Wait. More to the title there? Just Kingdom Hearts 4. No, not possible. Not possible. <laughs> that, there, that is all there is to that that's title. All that, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3, that's all there was to that title. Ooh, ooh, uh, yeah, but that was, that was Breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> For quite a while, yes. <laughs> but Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, yeah. that's all that it was. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. main line, so this is the okay. main line one, okay. Kingdom Hearts 4. Have there been enough Kingdom Hearts games between three and four for four to be able to come out? There's been none. No. There's been just none. the mobile one, I guess. Wow. Yeah, just the mobile ones. Yeah, fifteen years easy. <laughs> but there will be. <laughs> there, there absolutely will be. The 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 icon for it or the the game logo for it looks identical to three. It's just that the last two form a V, so it's oh. four. Uh, when I first looked at, it, I was like, it's nice. It's it just looks like. The, the last one. Oh, I see what you did. Ah. Cool. I see what cool. you did. Ah. I still want to catch up on that series. I won't lie. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a little lost right now in where I am in the series. But once I find out, <laughs> I'm you're still not going to know. You're still not going to know. I'm, I'm oh, so close <laughs> to understanding where I was in the series. Especially for <laughs> where this picks up. Because this seems to pick up uh, right after the secret ending. And the oh. secret ending is where you have to collect everything in the game. To I don't. Get. I don't do that. Google I know it. you don't. I don't. So do that. <laughs> Google it. I play it through, yeah. and then I watch it, watch someone else who did it. <laughs> that's exactly what you do. You Google it because that's what I did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's real interesting. I mean, if you if you like Kingdom Hearts, I'm sure you already heard about this, but mm-hmm. it looks like a huge departure from the series, which okay. I'm excited for. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I think I'll do it for the news. But Troy has some thoughts. About the BAFTAs before we go. Yeah, actually, the BAFTAs uh, I mentioned earlier were last week, April 7th, and um, No Man's Sky actually won a BAFTA last That's right. last week for uh, Best Evolving Game. Yeah. Um, it, listen, so we, we talked about the Game Awards from last year, and I was watching the BAFTAs just before this podcast, and it just is everything I want an award ceremony to be 
which is just like really honoring the developers and like taking time to like let them have their space to to be celebrated for their hard work and just so it was so much so so much better guys <laughs> guys watch 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 the baftas this is specifically the bafta game awards um it doesn't include the bafta film and television stuff okay um but it's hosted by like three women who are just awesome and are just like go out there to actually talk about the developers behind the games and their experiences with the games and how it reflected their years and all that stuff. It just felt like a full experience gotcha. where I have, I have found myself wanting with the game awards. And I, 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 it was weird because I didn't even think I really disliked the game awards. Like uh-huh. I think it's fun and all that. Um, um, but as uh, Joe and I have said, we have like a love hate relationship with the game awards. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching the BAFTA game awards, I was like, this is what I want. I want something that's just like classy and is not, trying to sell anything yeah you also mentioned that the way that they vote for BAFTA awards is different yeah so with the game awards they they pretty much uh have um a bunch of journalists it's Mm -hmm. it's predominantly journalists from across the world who vote on the games that win that year they use a process for the BAFTAs they use um like different juries they have a selection process that that actually has three different tiers and within those tiers they're actually getting people from all ranges so you may be a journalist you also may be just a regular gamer you also may be a developer you also may be a writer maybe you're a director but they, they involve people from the industry from all over the spectrum and they go out of their way to even make sure that like that there's balance between age there's balance between culture that huh. so that you're getting a good palette of, of, of people yeah. weighing in on, on these video games and uh, I just liked that process so much more because what, what the kind of game awards turn into is like, well, it's a journalism award. What do all these journalists think are great collectively, I mm-hmm. guess, and which is fine. But uh, journalists play games very differently than other people. Yeah. They have to. That's their job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas this one is getting all different walks of life to weigh in on these games. And I think that's just such a better way to 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 show it. And. And so I encourage you all, if you have like an hour and a half, it's not that long. It, the, the pre-show is like a half hour, but the actual show is probably an hour and a half. Uh, watch this because uh, you can see it in the nominations. Like there's just such a nice like breadth of nominations for every category that le- they all feel really weighty and meaningful. Yeah. And I think that's what I've been missing from the Game Awards is that weight and that meaning because I am up my own butt when it comes to how I care <laughs> about video games uh-huh. that it's nice to see <laughs> an award show that does that as well and the fact they're waiting till April yeah. they gave themselves time to play the games from last year yeah. <laughs> like that is more important than mm-hmm. just trying to, to get it out by the end of the year so that you could sell what's coming out the year following and I just it, it this this is the game award show if you guys were going to watch one is the one to watch okay the other one is like the Super Bowl you watch it for the advertisements and this one Correct. you're watching for the awards yeah yeah yeah, that, that was, yeah I was about I to say that's, that's exactly fair I think because yeah this one you really are just watching it oh this is all just awards this is all behind the scenes stuff this mm-hmm. is all you know talking about the awards whereas the other one really is Jeff Keighley has made it into a spectacle. It is made like, into something that you that regular people want to watch, and they know that. Yeah, they, they and skip that's exactly what it is. Oh, like, yeah, people yeah. are nominated. They just literally just skip them. Yeah. Just just be like, and this person won, this person, won, this person won. That does not happen with the Baptists. No. Everyone gets their chance to talk and have their their their, their moment. say their moment. That's awesome. And I, I am I'm loving it. I'm halfway through it, and I'm just I'm so over the moon. Like I just want everyone to go go watch the Baptists if you're into that sort of thing. Great, it was great. great. 
It's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Uh, I think that will do it for this week's episode, everyone. But you can always find us online. That's right. You can check us out on uh, Instagram and on Twitter and on Twitch um, and basically anywhere else they'll let us on the internet. <laughs> we are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, they don't allow us everywhere on the internet. So no, no, they don't. No. They don't. <laughs> We've tried. And they're, just, they're just like, no, 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 not you. <laughs> we don't uh, have a Pinterest account. Sorry. Oh, you're no. right. You know? Man. No mood boards for us. Yeah, nope. yeah sure. <laughs> well, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. And we are The, the Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. See ya. Bye bye. You notice that everyone says BAFTA, not like B-A-F-T-A. BAFTA. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day.